الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن العظيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله اشترى من المؤمنين أنفسهم وأموالهم بأن لهم الجنة الآية صدق الله العظيم Respected elders, ulama, hufad, brothers and friends, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most high and by sending greetings and salutations upon our master and leader Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Respected elders and dear friends, it has been eight weeks since the recent onslaught on the oppressed and innocent Muslim population of Palestine and more particularly Gaza. And we have witnessed these eight weeks going go by with sadness, perhaps at some point or various points, helplessness, hopelessness, passing through our minds and hearts. And frustration, depression, when we see the absolute destruction, the killing of innocent life, women, children, elderly, indiscriminately. Yes, it has brought pain to our hearts and, and, and to, uh, to our minds. It has caused, caused us a great amount of distress. And our message that I'd like for us to ponder over is how we react to it and how we, t- we move forward with it. And how do we move forward is how do we move... There is only one way forward for a believer... And that way forward is closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever situation, whatever circumstances befalls us as believers, then that is an opportunity to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is either good circumstances, favorable circumstances, circumstances of ease and prosperity, then making shukr and thanking Allah is the path to closeness to Him. And in the times of adversity and, and challenges, then it is perseverance, it is patience, it is steadfastness that will take us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what is it, what are the lessons that we take from the events that have unfolded before our eyes in the past eight weeks? And how do we use this to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So inshallah we will make several points for all of us to reflect over inshallah and we should make an intention to remember these points and to share it with our families as well. First of all, the destruction and the devastation that we see 
the killing that we see, the injuries that we see, it is but a worldly occurrence. It is but a worldly event. And the, uh, the, the pain is limited. The pain is limited. It will come to an end. And after that pain that the victims have experienced is ultimate and perpetual bliss. So that is something that we must understand. That these situations that have befallen the Ummah throughout the world, in many, many different parts of the world, it is not something that is the ultimate cause of despair. Yes, we will be pained at the suffering of our brothers and sisters, but we will at the same time rejoice at their shahada. And we at the same time should desire martyrdom and desire shahada. As Rasulullah sallallahu says to the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, لَوَدِدْتُ أَنْ أَغْزُوَ فَأُقْتَلُ لَوَدِدْتُ أَنْ أَغْزُوَ فَأُقْتَلُ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوَ فَأُقْتَلُ ثُمَّ أَغْزُوَ فَأُقْتَلُ I really wish and I love that I go out in, in the cause of Allah, I fight and strive in jihad and I am martyred, I am killed in that path. And then I am given another chance and I again go out in jihad and I am again killed. This is Sayyidul Anbiya, this is Sayyidul Khalq, the greatest of all creation. He is desiring the rank of shahada time and time again, that he wishes that Allah grants him the ability to obtain shahada and then again be given life to go again and be sacrificed in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So shahada is indeed a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we rejoice as we may have heard or seen that those victims and the survivors of those families who have been massacred and annihilated, many of them you see them rejoicing and giving out sweets and thanking Allah. The first word that comes out of their mouth, their, their mouth is Alhamdulillah. And that is because they have understood. They have understood that any sacrifice for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is well worth it. And we should aspire. We should aspire for attaining martyrdom as well. We should aspire to sacrifice ourselves for the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, we have become spoiled and we have become too comfortable in our zones. And we are enjoying life, we are enjoying all the, uh, the comforts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed on us and it has made us become weak. As they say, easy times makes weak men and difficult times makes strong men. So our times have become easy and we have become weak. But it is these... Uh, examples that we see unfolding before us should strengthen our resolve and make us cut ourselves loose whilst we enjoy the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should, it should not become our end and ultimate objective so that is the first point that we should bear in mind that yes they have suffered but those that have suffered they are and those that have been martyred they are enjoying the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those that are living they are continuously being showered with the blessings and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we too should strive to achieve that level of conviction and iman as they have achieved. We should not be satisfied with where we are. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
mentions to us in one hadith where he says that man mata walam yaghzu that person who uh, dies and he never ever participated in any uh, jihad for the cause of Allah walam yuhaddith bihi nafsa and although he did not participate he did not even think about it he did not even mentally prepare himself for it it was it wasn't something that occurred to him at all mata ala shu'batin min nifaq this person has passed away this person has passed away on a branch and a type of nifaq of hypocrisy so it is a dictate and a requirement of iman that every believer is ready to sacrifice his life for the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to sacrifice his life for the sha'air of deen the holy and sanctified aspects of deen and for the for justice and fairness to 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 be found in the world so that is the first lesson that we take the second point that we ought to take home respected elders and dear friends is that the world has shown us in plain sight and it is not the first time that it has shown us this it has re- repeated itself time and time again in history and not and and perhaps every few years or every few decades we see the hypocrisy of the western world a world that we have learned to love a world whose idols and icons we have presented to our children through the media that we have made available to them as the ideal we have we have given their music and their words to our children in on a golden platter we have presented all the movies and their literature in a golden platter before our children and they have and unfortunately we have learned to love these people and lo and behold we come to find out that in this situation where we see our own brothers and sisters being annihilated being massacred then these same people who we have grown to love have are seen on the side of the enemy it is time that we realize the reality and we extract we extract the love for the west the love for kuffar from our hearts and from the hearts of our children and we realign and recalibrate our hearts our lifestyles our outlooks in accordance with the dictates of quran and sunnah because if we do not do that then unfortunately we see communities going further and further away from deen and we see uh, we see even during this crisis that a believers people who are who appear to have muslim names they too are making statements against our muslim brothers and sisters who are undergoing such persecution and oppression so where how far have they gone and how far do we fear that we may go if we do not realign ourselves and bring ourselves back on track may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding so that is the second point that we need to extract and disconnect ourselves our hearts from the kuffar we need to realize that they are not on our side we have every one of us has a greater purpose 
Every one of us has a greater purpose as a believer. And all these types of entertainment that they have, they have laid out before us, they have spread out before us, it is only to distract us. It is only to distract us from our purpose as believers, as, from our purpose uh, of standing up for justice, standing up for the rights of our brothers and sisters. We are too consumed and we are too preoccupied with all of these things. So it is time for a wake-up call that we realize our true role. What is my role as a Muslim? Am I going to go to bed whilst my brothers and sisters are being sacrificed? Am I going to continue to binge-watch those television shows? Am I going to log on to Netflix as if life is normal? Am I going to continue, am I going to, continue to do so after I have seen what I have seen? This is the question that we ask ourselves. So this is the second point that we ought to extract the love of the kuffar from our hearts. The third point that we take home, respected elders and dear friends, is the word that we all say and we hear dozens of times in a day. And what is that word? What is that statement? Allahu Akbar. What does Allahu Akbar mean? Allah is the greatest. That is a belief and conviction that has left our hearts, unfortunately. And it is something that we need to reignite and reinstate within our hearts. The belief that Allah is the greatest. And never fear anyone but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, many a times we find ourselves oh, uh, you know, hesitating to make statements, hesitating to talk about things because we fear about... Uh, you know, the repercussions here and there, we are going to be deprived of certain rights and we rather keep quiet. But this is, these are the times to speak. These are the times to speak out for the sake of our brothers and sisters. And if we remain silent, then we are in many ways complicit in the injustice that is unfolding before our eyes. And it, this is what has weakened the Muslim Ummah. Those same enemies that we believed were uh, th- th- that were all powerful we have seen poorly uh, equipped soldiers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withholding and keeping them at bay for almost 50 days and the killing spree that we have seen splattered across our television screens and all over media it is simply signs of the frustration of the enemy that they have unable to take control, they have unable to overpower the soldiers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore we ought to realize that no matter how powerful so-called superpowers may be, but all power lies with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is for us to reclaim that connection with Allah. It is for us to realize the greatness of Allah within our hearts. And if we do that, then we will see from this ummah, and inshallah, from our progeny, from our community, from the youth that we see in front of us, we will see the likes of Salahuddin al-Ayyubi rahimahullah. And we will see the likes of Umar al-Faruq radiyallahu anhu, the conquerors, the great conquerors of al-Masjid al-Aqsa. But it, is, it requires a revival. It requires a revival and a reconnection to Islam. I'm going to share with you 
two statements, one from Umar radiallahu anhu and one from Salahuddin al-Ayyubi rahimahullah. Umar radiallahu anhu said, and it is a famous statement of his, قَدْ كُنَّا أَذِلَّاءَ فَأَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ We were lowly people. فَأَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us might and glory and power through Islam. Because of our adherence to Islam, this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us might and power. And that is evident in the great expansion of the Islamic empire that took place during the Khilafah of Umar radiallahu anhu. And he goes on to say, وَلَوْ طَلَبْنَا الْعِزَّةَ فِي غَيْرِهِ If we seek honor and power and might and glory in anything else but Islam, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us lowly again. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us from the disgraced ones. And here we see the Muslim ummah clamoring after worldly gains, clamoring after fame, clamoring who's going to be in bed with the enemy first. Na'udhu billah. If the Muslim Ummah were to stand together, were to seek glory and honor only in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the situation would have been definitely different. And we would have seen the glory of the Muslims. And it is for us as individuals to find our honor, find our respect in deen. Find our honor, find our self-respect, find our pride in our deen, in our Islam, in our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, in the Holy Qur'an. But how are we going to do that if we are ignorant about all these things? How do we expect to become proud of our Master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if we barely know a handful of his sunnahs and we have barely implemented any of those? It is time for us to really reconfigure our settings. You know on your phone you have reset to factory settings. We need to reset ourselves to the settings of Iman and Islam. We need to erase and format our memories of of disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of infatuation with the lifestyle and the ways of the kuffar. So this is our duty, respected elders and dear friends. So that was the statement of Umar radiallahu anhu. What is the statement of Salahuddin al-Ayyubi rahimahullah that I'd like to share with you? After Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with the conquest of Al-Quds, he made a statement and he said, addressing Al-Quds, that you will not return to the hands of the kuffar as long as we are men. As long as we are men. As long as the Muslim Ummah, the Muslim Ummah remains strong and steadfast and upright and behaves as the men of Islam ought to, ought to behave, then Al-Quds will never be able to be taken away from the Muslims. And the reality that we see before our eyes is that we have no men. Although we all, alhamdulillah, are males, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us life as human beings and males. But what, what capacity do we have? The entire ummah 
the entire ummah of 2 billion Muslims has seen the catastrophe unfolding for almost 50 days and barely has anyone been able to lift a finger. But on the other hand, you find because of the subservience to the enemy, we find our Muslim countries opening their airways and their airspace for the enemy to, to transport and their land for the enemy to transport their weaponry to kill our brothers and sisters. What disgrace is this? What humiliation is this? And it all starts with each one of us. This is where the solution is. It is we, are, we should not be blaming anyone but ourselves. Each and every one of us. It is time for us to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we want to see a change in the ummah. It is time for us as individuals with our children and our families, with our friends, as communities, to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to gather in His obedience as we gathered in His disobedience, to gather in His remembrance as we, as we gathered in, 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 neg- in negligence. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create from the Muslim ummah those who will bring justice, those who will fight for justice, who will fight for the cause of Islam. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove and extract from our hearts what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa described as al-wahn. That will incapacitate us. This is a disease that makes you paralyzed. Wahan, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, What is wahan? Hubbu dunya wa karahiyatul maut. Love of this dunya and dislike for death. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make death beloved to us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make shahada beloved to us. May Allah bless us all with the rank of shahada. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillah.